This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Happy April. Yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. Three weeks until 100 miler. Oh, yeah, that's this month. <laughs> Actually, by the time this one comes out, <laughs> it'll be really close. We're going to be really close. So, with that said, we are bringing back an amazing, positive guest today by the name of Jane Kurth, who is a retired exercise science professor. She says retired, but she still works really hard. Oh, absolutely. In just changing the world and bringing education to fitness professionals and just anyone who wants to educate themselves about health and wellness. And she is the owner and CEO of Fit, F-I-T, Fix, F-I-X, Now. Fit, Fix, Now. Yep, dot com. And she offers, she accredits just amazing professionals who write programs and it is extremely affordable affordable to um, get continuing education and also just learn. And she is here today to really talk about what has transpired since she was last on. And she, you know, she told her story and about the company and whatnot. But today it's about she taught a workshop called Meeting Needs and Touching Lives. And I thought it was really important to bring her on to give you all a little perspective of what we should be doing as fitness professionals and just for our own health and wellness that we may not always do. Yeah, great conversation. Uh, Jane is, you know, she's she's working with the active aging population, mm-hmm. uh, we know in this regard, and, and uh, just, just important information for, for trainers, right? We love a quality source of training for the trainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't a person listening to us right now that doesn't have someone in their life, whether it's them or a loved one, that could benefit from mm-hmm. improved health, active aging, and, and just you know keeping everything moving forward, even if they are the tip of, uh, you know, tip top health, uh, you know, for the, for their entire lives, there's always something which we get into like more along the lines of fall prevention and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but I, I just see that this is a, an amazing opportunity for the trainer and an unbelievable opportunity for anybody that is, you know, that needs the assistance. Yeah. So Jane has also offered, and I'm going to say this now, she says it later, we'll put it up there for all of you fit, crazy listeners out there. Um, 25% off everything on her site, 
Fit Fix Now. It is Fit Crazies, F-I-T-C-R-A-Z-I-E-S 25. And that is a pretty amazing discount. So if you're looking for any sort of education or just like our podcast, you're looking for just, you know, maybe you're a fitness pro. Maybe you're just looking to get a little healthier and fit and maybe uh, get a little inspired. It's another great option. That's right. Fit Crazies 25. Mm-hmm. All right. On Fit Fix Now. It's in the show notes as well. Yeah. Look it up. All right. Enjoy, everybody. This is a good one. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Uh-huh. You know where it's at? Yeah. We're going south. We're, We're going, going to Georgia. Repeat guest. Today. Yes. We have an amazing guest we are welcoming back to the show, the amazing Jane Kurth. Welcome back to the Fit Crazies, Jane. How are you? Oh, thank you, Christine and Brian. I'm doing great. I'm doing great here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, the weather's nice. It's, it's pleasant and warm. Um, we're we're going to get some storms tomorrow, but I'm appreciating the the sunshine today. All of it, mm-hmm. right? We gotta we gotta appreciate April the showers, storms. of course. Absolutely. So, of course, welcome back, Jay. yeah. So the, the last time we had you on the show, um, we talked all about kind of your story and, you know, you were a professor of yes. exercise science and you went on and developed a company called Fit Fix Now where you offer education and training and it is actually very affordable. I like to throw that out to everybody yes. um, and high quality and, you know, you, you you are backed by all the major you know, fitness companies out there for people with continuing ed. So just to throw that out there for everyone who missed the first go round um, today, you know, we wanted to have Jane back because there is so much going on. There's so much buzz around (laughs) active aging. And we see all of this with active aging summits and conferences and not that it wasn't there before, but there's something going on right now that that is like everyone's got to be on it. And if you're not, you need to be. And that is why, you know, I think this is a great conversation to have today with you being such, I would say, you know, an expert in this field. And, you know, I definitely want you to tell your list, tell your listeners, tell our listeners out there what you're up to and what you're doing working with, you know, I guess active agers at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, not only am I passionate about this field, I'm in the popular, I'm in the baby boomer generation. So I'm an active ager and I'm really, 
fascinated that the World Health Organization has designated 2021 to 2030 as the decade of healthy aging, looking at the whole person. And and that is so, so important with the older, as we age, that older generation, that, you know, their physical health is important, but their emotional health, their social health, their cognitive health, it's like a whole package. And it's about adding years to their life, but life to their years, um, you know, quality of life. All right. And, and, and like Christine says, it's, it's, I think that, you know, it's become very popular lately. You know, the, the, yes. it's been definitely a, a groundswell and we've, we've seen a, a lot of activity in the active aging uh, market. And I, I guess a, a good question for that would be, you know, is that because people are kind of realizing that, um, that this is a very profitable market for them? It's, you know, it, is it because, uh, you know, or is it because they're realizing how much it's needed? You know, I think it's both. I think it's both, but I, I've i been saying for a few years now to fitness professionals is that, um, in fact, we have one of our courses we call the Midas Touch, golden clients in their golden years. And this generation not only probably has the time because a lot of us are retired. I say I'm retired. I'm a retired, I'm a retiring from the college. I still work, but it's meaningful work, which is important to me, but we have the time. We usually have the money to pay a trainer and we probably have one or more health conditions where we really need a trainer. And if we don't have it, if we don't get active, we're going to have a health condition. So um, it, I think it's a lot of fitness people becoming more aware that this is it's not the new sexy thing, but it's, it's not only more of a stable income, but it's, it's making a difference in someone's life. And when I say stable income, you'll find that most people, as they age, if they like, you know, a, a group class or a trainer, they're going to stick with that person forever. So it's important that trainers make that connection. So I think it's, you know, a little bit of both. All right. Yeah. No, I think it is both. I, you know, it's just like sometimes we look at it like, all right, where's the need? And it's definitely a need on both the marketer yeah. and the marketee, uh, you know, as, as, as to who needs it. And uh, hey, that's a win-win. So yes. you just did, and I, I do want to get into this right away. You just did a presentation about, you know, how to serve, you know, active agers and whatnot. And yes. it wasn't the typical you know, hey, this is how you give lots of options to do a squat. This is because right. that's really let's let's be honest. That's really what we used to be taught. That if you're working with different clients, modification. It was just yeah. oh well. Here's here's a, a modification for someone who has a knee or a hip or a. Yes. But that is not good enough anymore. So, talk to us about. When you now go out and educate 
whether it be fitness professionals and something that I always say is I don't care if you're a fitness professional. You should be – if you're in, in the age of an active ager, why are you not educating yourself and being your best advocate right. for your own body and your own mental health? So tell talk to us a little bit about what you are now saying to everyone out there. You know, Christine, um, the session that I presented just – most recently, I called it meeting needs and touching lives. And I think this is for whatever field you're in. If you can touch someone else's life, not only do you receive a gift, but they receive a gift. And I think that's so essential. I I have this plaque that sits on my desk and it says people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And I think that is so, it, that's from Theodore Roosevelt. Mm. And it, it's, it's such a powerful statement that, that people have to know you care first and then they want to know what you know and how you can help them. And, you know, when I, when I was presenting this, the, the thing that came to mind because, um, I did a blog on our website about this when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. And a lot of us will remember on the news seeing Bryant Johnson, her, her trainer for, for two decades, show his respect. You know, he showed up dressed in a suit and he stood there in silence but then he got down and did a few push That's right. The honor. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was wasn't awesome. It? Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. So he changed her life. But I ended my session coming full circle to say, I can probably guarantee you that the, the life that was changed was Bryant Johnson, too. Absolutely. So, you know, never underestimate the capability of changing someone's life and in the meantime, them changing yours in a positive way. And I think that goes whatever field you're in, but if, if more fitness professionals can understand that it, it, it will make their, their business so much better and so much more rewarding. That I, I don't know why it it seems so obvious, right? It seems like, well, I I should be making connections and you know asking questions why why is it lost is it just the fact that we get caught up in oh well we have to I know I was this way that it was well I need to make a certain amount of money and and if I have more people and and I just you know, and, you know, Brian's always said this, like, you know, and a lot of other people, you know, the, the gurus, the thinking gurus that, that were, well, yeah, okay. that, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, if you're doing what you love and you're being who you are and really want to help that people will find you. And, you know, obviously money will come from the fact that you have made a reputation of being caring and reaching out and, going that extra step sometimes I'm I mean what what is it what do you see that that people are either making mistakes or or are lost you know through no fault of their own I think they get so focused on their craft you know of 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 coming up with the perfect program design 
you know, and making sure that it's, it's, um, it's good for the person and that they're using correct form. And all of that is very important, but you've got to also consider the person. And when that person, you know, meets you, or if you're in a group class, you know, talk to them too. Um, you know, Christine, I work with a lot of really, you know, on the older spectrum of adults and, and, they just want someone to, they want to know that they were heard. But if you remember one little detail, if say um, one of your clients or someone in your class uh, is concerned about a grandchild, then the next time you see that person say, how, how's your grandchild doing? To show that, that you go beyond the gym, um, that, that there's a great amount of concern and love for this person. Some, and, and some, you know, that I work with are, they live alone. They've been alone during COVID. They have very little, one person I'm thinking about in particular, all of her family's gone. They've all passed away. Um, She, she never married, had no children, she has her friends and she's got some wonderful friends, but you think about these people, especially that have been isolated during COVID. And so the opportunity there, even if you're working with people virtually, you can make a connection, but I do think focusing too much on the craft will maybe take your focus off, off of meeting those needs and touching lives. You know what I think of is that we've, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're developing your fitness craft and your career and, you know, you're, you're trying to be so careful with, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone and this and that. And I want to get through this program. And I am so, I know this is, this is bad. I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. I am so against, and I never really loved boxed programs or pre-choreographed programs, Mm -hmm. but I am so against it. And I look back and think, you know, 25 years ago or 20 years ago, could, what could I have advice could I have given myself? And it, it really should have been like, Christine, get away from these programs. This is that woman over there that you're making them, you know, do 80, 800 jumping jacks at a BPM of like 165 beats per minute. And, <laughs> and this person's like doing a burpee backflip and this person's hip is off and you're, and you're like, but keep going. Cause we got to get to the beat and the next song starts now. And I think of just how unbelievably sorry I am <laughs> for so many people that how many injuries may I have caused because I was trying to follow X, Y, and Z. And when I sit back and say, what did those creators – I thought of the creators of these companies and these fitness programs to be like these fitness gods, right? They're not – no. They're no one different than you and I except they were trying to, you know, monetize their, you know, their ideas. If – it really is – this is – I know I'm opening up a bag of worms here, but to your point about catering to the individual right, right. now – I mean, I start I, out. Fitness, I think. I think like even but, what you just said, 
like those are just the people that made it to your class and that mm-hmm. did it. But what a program like that does is it eliminates so much of the population before they even they, they don't even want to be in there, right? So those right. those programs were designed, and you know it cut off more audience than it, it than it included. Yes, it you know it's like I can relate it to when I was at teaching at the college and so many of the, and this is working with young people, but so many of the females would come to me and say, I don't want to go in the weight room because all the guys in there are, you know, lifting heavy weights and they're doing this and I feel intimidated. Well, I think the older generation will feel that way. If they went to someone and somebody's having them do burpees or, you know, they're, they're doing this high impact plyometric stuff they're, they're going to say, uh-uh, you know, so you've eliminated a whole lot of people and you cannot do cookie cutter workouts for senior uh, aging adults. I'm not going to say seniors, mm-hmm. aging adults. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you can't do it. I, yeah. I think there's something, there's something to be said there. And I actually, I talk to Jane all the time cause she's one of my good friends. So, <laughs> um, but we were just talking yesterday about something and, and I've always said this, you know, with, training and teaching fitness, you know, other, you know, being a master trainer for the last how many years, I would always say to people, like, even if you write a workout, it doesn't mean that I don't, it doesn't mean that's the workout you're going to do because I walk in sometimes and it's like, oh, okay, you're not feeling good or something's going on up here. Okay. I'll take the paper and just rip it up. This isn't what we're doing today. But I also say, you know, do you, is it, do you think we can take a couple minutes and talk it out or whatever? And wow. usually I've never had someone say, no, nah, I want to reschedule once they start getting it out. And even yesterday I was talking to you and, and I'd said, you know, yeah, you know what? I don't get through. I usually don't get through everything, but if people are starting to talk and ask questions and interact, whoa, I mean, that's great. Physical's I- great, but the mental and emotional is when when they come in in a mood, oh, yeah. you know, like I always call it, you're in a mood. All right, <laughs> I, I love it. I feel like right because because now I'm coaching. Right now I'm coaching because we've yeah. got somebody who needs something different than something I had planned. I have to pivot, and so do they. And 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 I know they're in the right place, right? Because like, an ex- exercise, a good bout of exercise, uh, can be you know the best thing for it. So so planning that, like I kind of I I kind of like it because I you know there is a. Not a control factor, but you know we can. I can make their day better, mm-hmm. right? I always yeah. feel like that, even if it's not working out, or you know, kind of cutting back on it and just saying, "All right, what's on your mind? Let's talk about it while you're riding this bike or something like that." You know, and and uh, usually we get where we need to, and and they're never not better for doing it. So um, that's that, those can be great days. Yes, I agree, Brian. So give us Jane, give us some tips about when you know when you are presenting now to people and talking to them, what do you tell them about? So yours, it was meeting needs and touching lives. Now that's all great and sounds fantastic, yes. but yeah, right. put this into practice for us. What, what do we do differently? Well, you know, Christine, when I was just working on this, I did create um, uh, an acronym and I used the word special And you want to think about the word special when you work with the active aging. Um, And the S stands for safety. Number one, you want them to be safe. 
you want, you know, falls are, you know, I fell in a step aerobics class in 2013, broke my foot, sprained my ankle and cracked my tailbone. Now I was doing a great job (laughs) in this, in this step aerobics class, but, um, I, I was not being safe. So safety is, is top priority. Jane, if, really, you, if you really uh-huh. want to get into to falls, you should really tell them about your slide into second oh. base. Yes. You were yes. safe. I had a phenomenal play at second base <laughs> on Sunday. I was determined my oldest son was not going to get me out. <laughs> and he's holding the ball. And I just, I, I, my husband said I face planted. I really didn't face plant it. I'm more like shoulder planted, (laughs) but I was safe. I was safe. You know, that's what's most important, right? Gracefulness is second, secondary to being safe. You know what? Because I teach so much of the fall prevention and whatnot, and especially Jane. (laughs) So it's funny because people now that know how involved and how passionate I am about falling constantly come up and be like, I'm really sorry, but I need to tell you I fell. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yes. and I just want to get it off my chest so you don't find out and then yell at me later. I told Christine yesterday, I said, you're going to fuss at me because I fell on Sunday. But um, <laughs> she did fuss at me when I presented and one of my pictures on social media showed me with my house shoes on. And she said, Jane, those are bad. I said, wait a minute. They have a back on them. And I pulled it off and held it up so she could see that. Okay. <laughs> good, good. But she, she'll she call me out. I'll call and everybody I like out now. Yeah, she calls people out. Mm-hmm. Yes. All yes. right, safety. Okay, sorry. Okay, As safety. No, 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 no. That's good. I love I love telling about my awesome play at second day. <laughs> <laughs> um, P is for prepared. Y'all, Brian was just saying that, and you were too, Christine. Be open to change. You know, be open. You know, you may have to tear up your lesson plan for the day if you have one. Um, You want to engage them. You want to have some check-ins, you know, like during a workout, at the beginning of a workout, you know, check in with them. How you doing? How's your shoulder doing? I know it's been a little, you know, off for you. You know, frequent check-ins, but... If you can, especially if you work one-on-one, check in with them during the week. Just send them a text. It doesn't take any time saying, just thinking about you, hope you're doing well, you know, check in with them. And, and, oh boy, number one, encourage them. To me, encouragement goes a long, long way with them. So we've got SPE. The C is care. You know, ask them questions ask you know get more familiar with them show them you care um i is inquisitive you want to be not only curious about them but be curious about new methods new modes that you can bring to this population you know what what are some of the innovative ideas that you can you can research to know that you're doing a good job you want to, um, A is for active, help them brainstorm ways to stay active when you're not with them. And, um, 
you know, really, as far as being active, check with them occasionally on, well, did you, what have you eaten today? You know, look and, and number one, check with them about hydration because getting dehydrated, Christine knows my husband had a bad fall in July and it's because he was dehydrated. And I think Christine, Mm -hmm. you have a story Oh, yeah. Similar. You know, your mom was dehydrated. Carol. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, I tell people all the time. And, you know, you were on a panel a couple of weeks ago and yeah. people I really think that there is I'm sorry. I really think there's some sort of disconnect with, you know, I know that people say, you know, I, safety and importance. And I have a new perspective when I work with people and I look around in the fitness world and I'm not talking the, you know, endurance athletes or runners or or whatnot. I'm not talking about that. It's the, the regular everyday person who doesn't realize the impact that certain things have on their body or what they shouldn't be doing. And you know, what's interesting that I haven't heard. We used to, Brian and I used to have this big thing with CrossFit where, Mm We weren't, let's say we weren't the biggest fans of, we weren't on the same page. We weren't on the same page. Like there was their methods. They had a pamphlet and we were right like, there with y'all. right. Reading a book. And we're like, <laughs> I don't. So, and again, there's certain reasons why you train certain ways, but I, you know, this was, this was something we spoke about. And, you know, I, I see that I don't see right now in the fitness and wellness industry. I don't see a push for what they were pushing, think about this, about five years ago. Everything's changing. I don't see it. The approach has changed. And even if you are to go to a CrossFit, some of the ways that they educate you and the verbiage they use, and it's very interesting. And I really see this big, almost like, Almost like more of like an AMRAP, like get as many reps as you can of right. something as opposed to it must be this and it must be that. Um, I just, I think that that's, I don't know, I'm just, I'm fascinated with the whole way that we're looking at things now and yes. the idea of, you know, other ways of being active and, you know, again, I don't wish, you know, I don't wish what happened with my mom and having to, you know, bring her back and all this crazy stuff on anyone. But I also think that, you know, I popped in on this, um, you know, kind of round table that Jane was in. And, and I think people were surprised as to, oh, well, this is like a fitness round table, you know, well, Jane, what's your, what's your program? What's your thing? And you're like, (laughs) well, no, we need to address these really big issues. And you don't have to, you know, with whatever programs, you know, we'd be talking about, it was, well, whatever program you have, that's great, but you need to infuse this into it no matter what you're doing. And how are you doing that to, you know, cause let's be honest, CrossFit's not for someone who's 85. No. It, I mean, you could do the body weight movements and whatnot, maybe, but no, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, and at the same rate, you know, a, you know, a, a senior or an active ager, doesn't necessarily want to be, you know, a, a country club either. They they're, they they want to work. They right. definitely want something that's going to, you know, move their needle in a way that, that they feel like they've done something worthy of, of their ability. So, you know, it's not – it's a different scale. It's not scaling everything back, like, you know, completely. So 
I think it's important to give them something that's an honest effort for them. Exactly. Knowing their limitations. Yeah. Okay. So is that L? Yeah, no, L is actually loving. Be positive, be compassionate, be empathetic. Um, That, you know. Goes a long way. It's everything. Yeah. 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 All we need. Yeah. All we need is L. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Who who are the trainers that you're seeing going towards this, um, you know, the, this uh, area, this demographic? Obvi- you know, I, I would see the young trainer. Me. Right? Me. The, the, young tra- <laughs> the young trainer that's just getting in is still very, usually very yeah. fit themselves. They're athletes right. and they're, right. they're grinding and yeah. they're doing things more like what we just spoke about. Uh, you know, it is what's the type of trainer that you're seeing going to this demographic to help? Oh, that's a good question, Brian. Um, you're right. I think a lot of the young trainers are looking for the new sexy thing, you know, and, and, you know, competition and pushing it. I think what I've noticed, uh, because I have seen a lot of young people, like at the Active Aging Summit, uh, one in particular was really enthralled with the Active Aging, and she actually is going into that field. She's always had a desire to work with older adults. and But I think primarily you're going to find more trainers, more, more like... Um, our, I would say ourselves it, more like ourselves. Yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> say it. I it's mean, okay. Middle y'all aged. Y'all both look very young, <laughs> but I, I, I think you're probably just because I know Christine's children's age. I think she's probably like forty. Twenty-five. <laughs> I'm uh, so yeah, I'm no, no, sorry. She's a little, a little older, but that's okay. A little bit older than forty. I'm a hundred. That's what I tell everyone. But as you, I'll and speak for myself. I'm forty-six, and I have a facial oh. fitness program. I'm a hundred, and that's why I do it. And that's what oh, happens. That's what okay. I tell people, right? Well, Brian, I'm sixty-six, so I got twenty years on you. But awesome. and she's I'm ridiculously um, youthful. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it, but I think. Especially like as you start having aging parents, you really get a heart for if you're in the fitness realm, you you get a heart for the people that are aging. Because if your parents aren't currently active, you want them to be active so you can you can live vicariously through other people in that generation and maybe give that give your parent inspirational stories of people you've worked with. Right. I I always hear from the newer trainers or the, you know, the young, the younger ones coming in, which, you know, I was at one point, but I'm not anymore. Uh, Now I can hear them. And, and it's always like, I don't want to work with kids. I don't want to work with old people. You know, it's like, and, and you work with people who most likely don't even opt for trainers, right? Right. They're not even like looking for you. And that's your, you know, that's your business strategy is you're going to work with, 
you know, athletes is great. You know, I work, I still work with athletes too, uh, which I love. I love, I, I like having the different hats to wear. I love working with the seniors. I like working with kids. I like working with, with the athletes too. And it, it, it's fun for me to do all these different things. Uh, I feel younger sometimes when I have an athlete in and I know that I can outwork him. <laughs> so that's good for me too, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> that's good for me too. But yeah, I, I really think that I am seeing a, you know, a, a change and I, you know, one of the, one of the podcasts that that we edit as as TFC Productions um, is Jay Croft's um, podcast and Active uh, Optimal Optimal Aging podcast, and uh, you know, and he and he's great, and he's always got this audience, and I've been really just see myself going in that direction as well, um, which is yeah. which is great, and and for all the right reasons, you know, the it it we we get into the business because we want to help people. Right. And, and, you know, with a younger athlete, sometimes you're splitting hairs, right? You're really, you know, that's, that's a a very uh, tough athlete or, you know, client to really show a mass improvement. Uh, And with the, the, you know, the act of the aging adult, it's a little bit different because you can show, you can make progress or you can uh, help them in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes it's weight loss. Sometimes it's just eating better. You know, the hydration things that we you know, spoke of. Sometimes it's fall prevention. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, uh, it just, it, there's so many different angles to it. Yeah. Sleeping better. Absolutely. Because sleeping gets more difficult as we age a lot of times and and you know we all know that by being physically active we're gonna sleep better mm-hmm. so there's so you're right there's so many components to it that and and i think that's why the world health organization is calling this decade the healthy aging they they used to say active aging and they just changed it for this decade to healthy aging i i actually i'm gonna um share and then I have a question to Mm -hmm. follow this up and fascinating this actually happened yesterday I don't think I told you this but I was I was asked you know to to meet with someone who's you know um someone that you know is a family member of someone that I don't know lives lives across the country you know that is really struggling with health and whatnot and you know doesn't you know doesn't want to work with the trainer or do anything. And, and the family was just really concerned and it was almost like an intervention. Like, listen, you've got to do something because X, Y, and Z. So finally, um, this person agreed to do a half hour with me via zoom. Right. So we get on and I'm warned up and down, like Christine, listen, this is kind of salty. Like, you know, like, I don't know if she's (laughs) going to be having this. And it's crazy because we sat down and I said, Hey, you know, I said, hi, I'm so excited to meet you and I'm so proud that you agreed to meet with me, you know, and I just told, I'm Christine, this is a little bit about me. I would love to hear about you because this is such a, literally we had a half an hour. We could, I could be doing assessments and this and that, but I'm like, nope, we're going to sit here and we're going to, and it's crazy because she, you know, I'm again, I'm warned about how what a hard candy shell this person is. Right. And I'm like, Oh man, how's this going to go? And she started talking and telling about herself and she started weeping and you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, this is, and I'm like, you know, it's all right. You know, this is, this is very emotional and you are doing something. You're, you're, this is a breakthrough 
this is, you know, you, you are taking a step that you're scared and I know you are and know that I'm here for you. And, and it's crazy because at the end, this person says to me, okay, well, how's this going to work? We, I see you every day. <laughs> so I'm going to see you every day now. Is this, and I'm like, meanwhile, and, and it's the family that actually, you know, kind of brought me in and, and whatnot, but it's things like that, yes. that when I first started thinking about teaching and, you know, or fitness. And even when I first started teaching as a 16 year, you know, teacher, those are the things that separate, you know, are you going to change someone's life or are you just going to teach them something? And I think that no matter what your, what business you're in, whether it's fitness or wellness or you name it, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, what I'm fascinated about, I guess, is going forward with all of the different, you know, companies and, and people that you talk to, how do you best support them to implement some of this? I know, you know, you said with special, but, mm-hmm. you know, talking to a, you know, people that are in companies or trying to bring about new right. programs, what would, what do you say to them? What do I say to them about the just uh, the importance of their methods? Yeah, because obviously yeah. people are looking. You know, if, if you have to hire people or if you have to train people, yeah. it, it's one thing to say it, and it's one thing to say, "Hey, you know, listen, use this, use this acronym," and people are like, right, "Okay, right, right, right." You know, because you told such a beautiful story, and and that's going to stay with you for a long time, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's just, again, like, I feel like it happens to all of us yes. at different points. And, yes. you know, and you're like, all right, you know what, maybe I am doing, maybe I, maybe I did choose the right thing in life, right, you know, every once right. in a while. <laughs> and, and so, you know, if that can be conveyed to, say, a company that needs to pursue working with older adults in a, in a quality way, um, Sometimes I think storytelling is one of the best things you can do. Instead of saying, do what I'm telling you to do. If you say, this is what happened to me and I want the same thing for you. You know, it, it, it's such a good experience and um, it's life changing. Like I said, for Bryant Johnson, that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg trainer it was life changing for both of them. And, um, but you're right. You can't just take this, the acronym special. You've got to be able to convey it in a way that people understand it. And one thing I've found, um, is to gather as much information as I can by asking those open-ended questions. Um, you know, um, instead of like a lot of the older adults I work with, I work with them on emotional well-being. And, you know, I'll ask, instead of asking a yes or no question, I will ask them, yesterday we were talking about boundaries and setting boundaries. And and I love to hear Brene Brown say, you know, her definition of boundaries is what's okay and what's not okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, do any of you have an experience where you've had to set boundaries, you know, and, and how did it work for you? Well, boy, I mean, 
I, I couldn't stop the stories <laughs> coming and coming and coming. So I think that the best way to do it is by telling stories and by giving them a view into what it can be like to make them want to pursue it um, from their heart instead of their head. I love it. We, I call those the high mileage questions. We yes. get those, yeah, and we get a lot of we get a lot of answers for that. Which you know, I'm a health coach as well, and in addition to the, the fitness trainer, which you know, that's when I usually get that information, and it does translate into the gym setting sometimes. Uh, but for the most part, it's when we're having the sit down. It's when we're catching up, and and uh, and I, I think that that is also a really unique aspect of training this client that is is lost it's not all fitness it's health right we talk right. health uh and that you know health is many many things um you know for the seniors sometimes it's financial health sometimes yes. it's you know relationship health and sometimes it's you know the food you're eating health and 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 all those things so um you know really important to to hit them with a you know a well-rounded approach um you know, which I, which I think is important. So it's good. Those high mileage questions, you get their stories yes. and yeah, that, that can go a long way, especially when you have a group, uh, you know, they, they understand that they're not alone. Uh, there's uh, exactly. there's some safety in that. Yes. That connection. So for those of you that, that don't know or, or whatnot, I want to touch upon this and I'm totally shameless that I actually have been, you know, working and made good friends with Jane in the last, like, you know, something really awesome that came out of the pandemic. You know, when you sit there and you're like, well, this was bad and this was bad. And they're like, well, that was awesome. And that was awesome. <laughs> yes. And, and I actually think there's more good than I had <laughs> some really like, great for me, stuff. At least, you know, I, you know <laughs> we're sorry for a lot of things and there's been a, you know, but there's certain things that you're, you just you are grateful for because you opened your eyes yes. to and whatnot. And Jane, I got to meet through, um, through Colleen, actually, remember Colleen right. yeah, yeah. Okay, who does amazing work with Parkinson's, and she's like, "You gotta meet Jane." She doesn't talk like that, but it's more like, <laughs> "You gotta meet Jane." She's southern, <laughs> and so Jane and I started, you know, working together, and she passed my name along to teach some classes, and started teaching some fall prevention, and then you know we got talking and going forward, and realized how powerful this was, and got some amazing feedback and momentum, and we actually had a chance to present and develop something called fall proof now. Yeah. You two teamed up and we teamed yeah. up because we felt extremely passionate about this whole idea. And now I wouldn't have been passionate if it wasn't for Jane, who was, you know, the mastermind behind this whole thing. So I just like, I'm riding her coattails a little bit on this. So she's like the expert on certain things. I'm okay at certain things. And, you know, I just, she, she's got her hand and lifted me up there. We get it. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. Jane, we get it. Christine, you're pretty all right. All right. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not yeah. too bad sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important to, to mention the, the power in what you're saying about, you know, making those connections, making it meaningful, following up with everything. And I do want you to just to mention a little bit about, why not just we should be asking questions and making emotional connections, but educating our clients when we train them. So it's one thing to say, here's how to, you know, let's squat. You can, here's an option, you know, oh, how is your family doing? Great. But 
that's not enough at this point for some of the people that we may be the difference between life and death. And Mm I, I, I say it all the time when I speak to, you know, my older clients and I said, listen, we're having fun. I said, but remembering what I just said may save your life. You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm done being serious now. Okay, go have fun. But it's true. So what, what is your take and, and how do you do this? Um, you know, and what do you tell people about educating while they're entertaining and asking questions and giving options? But you know, Christine, th- that's such an interesting, thought-provoking question because I remember when I first started teaching at the college and I would go into the classroom, say, teaching uh, either a personal and community health class or a wellness class. And on some level, I assumed that all my students had the same knowledge I had. So I'm talking at this level up here. And I came to realize they need baby steps. They need the little bites. You know, they they don't have the knowledge I have. And I think the same thing when you're working particularly with older adults, or it can be any age, they don't know. And, and educating them and, and going over and over, you know, like fall prevention. I know one thing you do every week is have people look around their space and, and what, what do you see that's a fall risk? Because you've educated them on fall risk. And to this day, I go through my house going, oh, there's a fall risk. There's a fall risk. And now I've got my husband doing it. <laughs> he said, that rug in our closet is a fall risk. <laughs> so we changed it. But um, you've got to educate people. Don't assume that they have the knowledge that you have. And... um uh, and and it doesn't hurt to hear it several times you, you, because that makes it go kind of on automatic when they're trying to do something. It's like, I, it's like I say to my kids, I, I, I have a phrase that I use. I say, these lessons will be taught until they are learned, right? <laughs> these lessons will be taught until they are learned. Sometimes I repeat it four or five times. And yes. yeah, they'll learn. Yes. <laughs> I'll repeat it until you learn it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So tell everyone what, um, what this new exciting thing is that's going on. So you had this, you know, again, you worked a lot with fall prevention, even before I was like, oh my gosh, this right. is amazing. And then dealing with, you know, my own mother's trauma and whatnot, which really ramped up my vigilance. So yes. tell everyone right now what is so exciting. Cause you have to mention this. Well, because falls can, especially for older adults, can be life-threatening or they can be life-ending. You know, we've all looked at the statistics that a lot of older adults, if they fall and break their hip, they don't survive that. And um, this really came home to me this in this past year. I had a fall in June. This had nothing to do with baseball. <laughs> uh, I had a fall in June um, and had to go to the ER during COVID. Um, so it was a bad sprain, but I didn't break anything. My two-year-old grandson had a fall and had to go to the ER because he hit his head. 
my husband had a fall from being dehydrated and was in the hospital two nights and he was incredibly fortunate. He did not have a brain bleed. And so, you know, it it just came to my forefront that this is a major issue for all ages, really. But when you get into the older adults, it can take them from being fully independent to being totally dependent. And there's so much that can be done to help them. You know, um, most people know that with older adults, you want to do some cardio, you want to do resistance training, but you also need to work on balance and flexibility. So um, by focusing, by educating people on falls and how to prevent them and making it fun like you have um, and do and interspersing exercises in there that will help them with balance, with a little strength, you can change lives. It's been, I have to say that I've had a blast in the last year teaching, you know, just educating people about preventing falls and what you do and infusing exercise, because that's obviously everything that I love to do. And now, um, you know, Jane and I are very passionate about this and are starting fall proof, which is our, you know, really decided to take the bull by the horns and say, listen, this is that important. And if people are, you know, and I, I think that you, that going forward, that you should have to carry, just like you have a first aid, a CPR, AED, you should have a fall-proof card. Yeah. I set it out to the universe. All right. Because if you're a healthcare worker, it's one thing to take a, you know, take a couple-hour class, whatever, but really having this knowledge, having you know, statistics and things like that, how awesome would it be even if you know, we have a whole like, little – class, you know, in format if people want to teach it in certain, you know, eight week programs or whatnot. But how cool would it be to just have, you know, you're a, you're a nurse's aide or you're a rec department or you work with, you know, older adults and you just have some great knowledge to intersperse to all the people that you're dealing with. Whereas, you know, hey, what is the, you know, and, and some of the, you know, I ask a lot of true false questions just because of Zoom and whatnot right. and then have interaction. But you know, I'll say something like, um, you know, more, more men fall than women every year, true or false. And it's interesting because people are like, oh, it's definitely more women. It's not men. It's definitely, and there's, you know, a debate and then I'll give them a statistic and they're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yes. And you know, it's false. It's actually, it's about even. It's about even. Yeah. Okay. It's not a, it's not like a, oh my gosh, you know, more men or more women. Um, and then you, you know, you get some fun feedback like, well, women slip more in the kitchen because that's where they belong. You know, I mean, it's like uh, really fun, you know, uh, kind of yeah. like, I'm just kidding. But um, needless to say, well, that's, you know, it's just kind of fun facts. And then, you know, even, even taking ideas like, um, you know, taking themes of, of talking about falling and you could talk about falling in a – oh, we did – this is a great question. Um, should you, if you're going to be without water for more than 20 minutes, no matter where you're going, should you take a little bottle of water with you in your pocketbook or your, like, pants pocket? No matter where you're going, more than 20 minutes, should you take some water with you? I would say I'd yes, say, which leads me to believe yeah. that the answer is no. 
No, the answer is yes. Okay. I don't care if you're going to church, to temple, yeah. to synagogue. God mm-hmm. will forgive you. That was the question. That was what I talked about the other day. God will forgive you because sometimes you're around crowds. It gets warm. There's many things yes. that go wrong. Sure. Um, yeah. I had a daughter who passed out on Christmas Eve mass, hit her head. I mean, wow. my kids will do anything to get out of church, but <laughs> needless to say, again, it's, you don't have to be older, young, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're older, but Why? that dehydration and little tips like that, you know, had I had just a little water with me, it, yes. it could have, you know, prevented her from passing out and hitting her head. So and, my, mine's and right Chris- over there. Yes, I have mine right here. <laughs> um, Christine, I have to say too, though, that one word I think of, and Brian may agree with me, when I think about you is fun. <laughs> Christine is tons of fun. Tons of fun. The tons best. of fun. The best. And and one thing you have taken with fall proof and done is made it so much fun. Some of your trivia questions. I'm like, where did she get that? But that's hilarious. I mean, I have la- I have read your trivia questions and belly laughed. I just love them. <laughs> hey, <laughs> engaging. You know, we want to. We have to be engaging if we want to teach. It's, but that's the. I mean, um, again, I go back to you know the lecture I heard with Jonathan Ross. I say it all the time. Emotion drives motion. If right. you're not having a good experience, you are not going to do it, and you're not going to re- retain that knowledge and I think that's the most important thing that if we could get these, you know, active agers, I don't care if you completed the workout. I care if you had a positive experience, you moved a little bit, you know, I'll tell my participants sometimes in different classes all over that, listen, I'm glad you're here. Number one, number one, I'm here. You can hear things. Great. Maybe positive. Next move something. I don't care if it's a toe, a finger, an ankle. <laughs> it's something. Move something. All right. And then the next time, maybe you can move a little something more. But yes. it's just that mental aspect is so powerful. And if yes. someone's going to complain about me that, oh, we didn't get through the entire workout, I can live with that. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So tell us what's on the agenda for you right now. What's going on? What's the – I know that – I know Fallproof. I know a little bit about that coming up yes. and going online. And there's some um, chances to take that live, which is a specialization. Yes. So what else is going on? Well, we've got new courses coming out. Um, we're hoping to launch several before uh, June. It takes a while to get agency approval, but we're, we're launching. And um, we've got two that I'm really curious. I want to know more about because we partner, we partner with Christine on doing some courses. She has wonderful courses out there. In fact, um, our first quarter sales, Christine, the top three courses that sold were all Christine's. (laughs) And so, so she's a, she is just awesome. But I had um, a sports illustrated bikini model on the front of Every single one of them. Yeah, that's, why. that's marketing. No, marketing. <laughs> but we're going to do a new course on intuitive exercise and intuitive eating. It's going to those will be like in a bundle together, which is an uh, an interesting concept. I had not investigated it much, and as I was approached about this course, I've been looking at it a little more, and it, it's a pretty interesting topic. 
Cool. And um, I know I know someone next to me that has some really great information as <laughs> well that needs we, to. I gotta knock yeah. her off the mountaintop here. I'm gonna come in yeah, and try yeah, and be come the. Come on, <laughs> let's start a competition. <laughs> oh, game on! Game on! Anyway, I'm I'm all for it, Brian. Yeah, right. yeah. so Brian needs to to get on this immediately too. Yes, he's got a lot of information he's hoarding that needs to share with the world. Don't be yes. so selfish. It's and and you know what your reach is exponential when you do a course. That's what I love about it is, you know, you can train the number of people you can train or work with, but if you help the other trainers, then look at all the people. That's right that you're helping. So I, I love that exponential reach of of this online education because I did take my experience of really doing quality online education at the college and blending it with the fitness topics. Um, because it's, um, there's gotta be excellence in online education. I agree. And I'm sorry, what is it called again, where we can go for all of this education? It's fit fix now. Dot com And we are given, if any of the listeners want to try us out, we've got 25% off of all of our courses, bundles, just for the Two Fit Crazies um, listeners. So for so everyone, that, yeah, Fit yeah. Crazies, spelled just like that, Fit yep. Crazies, C-R-A-Z-I-E-S, 25. Yes. Okay. So that's big because... I also want to mention on FitFix, that's F-I-T-F-I-X now.com, that this, you're going to be blown away by how many courses, how they're all, you know, CEC approved and they are extremely affordable mm -hmm. and it's going to blow your mind. You Plus know. a discount for yes. that 25. Yes, yes. 25. So. If it's a two, if it's a two hour course, um, the, and they get it's seventeen dollars, and they get twenty five percent off. That's like really cheap. You're giving it away. But seriously, it's I'm I'm barely able to eat at this point with our I discount know, we're giving you. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Jane, this has been absolutely fantastic, and I need everyone to make sure if you're listening now, get to FitFix now, and make sure you take a look at these courses because there are some. Amazing courses that may not be, you know, offered to, you know, the general public out there with some amazing instructors. You know, again, I know my friend Colleen has some Parkinson's on there. So there's some medical and some, you know, fitness yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and that's just and we have some, you know, marketing on there as you know, there's a lot that you're offering. And it's uh, I'm very grateful, grateful to know you, grateful for your friendship oh, and um, grateful to to do some change some lives, save some lives with our fall proof. Yeah, that's it. I can't wait. It's beautiful. I can't either. Thank you both for having me. Oh, you're lovely. It's been a pleasure. Anytime. All right. With that said, everybody, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.